Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumpo, the ultimate dashboard to build, track, and optimize your mobile apps. This is Wen Tu, co-founder of Rumble, and I would like to welcome you to Mobile Power and Profit, the show that discusses the latest information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. Each week, we bring you insights from thought leaders of the mobile industry. This week, we have Peggy Ann Sals joining us on the show, a fellow co-host on Webmaster Radio. Peggy is the chief analyst and founder of Mobile Groove, a top 50 ranked destination, providing custom research, strategic consulting, and thought leadership content for the global mobile industry. She has been named to the top 30 mobile marketing influencers and is currently a contributing writer for Forbes. Peggy, um, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, great to be here, Wen, and it's uh, great to also be on the another show on these uh, on the network as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you've written a lot about artificial intelligence and how that really affects marketers as they really think about mobile engagement. And anytime mm-hmm. people talk about artificial intelligence or data, it's really confusing. Can you give our uh, listeners sort of a brief overview of sort of how this all comes together? Well, it actually dates back to some earlier work I did back in the day when we were just beginning to understand that there was something called mobile search for that matter. And we were understanding that as we shift our behavior to other devices, there are going to be different scenarios where universal search and even universal recommendations, so search as we know it on the web and recommendation as we know it, you know, done by the expert, you know, uh, the mother of all recommendation engines, Amazon, still wasn't going to cut it on mobile because mobile is contextual. Um, at the very start, we started to understand the importance of context, but we weren't able with the technology to really delve into it. And we didn't have smartphones yet either. So the whole idea that, yes, you have your mobile phone with you was like, okay, that's my communications device. And of course, now the mobile phone is everything. I mean, it's communication, it's social. The number one application on a mobile device is checking in with your social networks. And uh, we saw just in the last holiday period that, you know, the shopping, the mobile shopping, shopping apps, everything on mobile was impacting not just um, communication and even social um, interactions, but real-world interactions. And that's where the whole idea of AI or mobile search or context, that really comes to the fore and makes it the most, I think, the top topic for the year. So it sounds um, very intimidating in which, you know, you say Amazon, the mother of recognition, you know, Bezos and, you know, sort of the institution Amazon is and the the sheer uh, tech power and engineers and the investment that they're making that they're just not even um, fully um, taking advantage of mobile and the context and everything. That dating thought, um, especially for folks who aren't anywhere near sort of at the level of resources that Amazon has. How, how do you sort of help address or allay their fears about being able to be successful on mobile then? Well, actually, 
there's a really good story to that. I'm saying they're the mother of all recommendation engines because they crack the code. They understand it. They understand that if you take the friction out of it, you know, you will win the hearts and minds of your consumers. So it's not, uh, you know, it's not what do I need to buy? It's like, well, you bought this recently. Maybe you'd like this. And this is complimentary. And this is a good idea for a gift. And you, and you have this decision assistance, as it were, that we have from um, Amazon. But the point is that, um, you know, the mobile device, the mobile space, is a new frontier. So what they've actually done is they've created a market expectation. We expect relevant recommendations. We will not tolerate irrelevant recommendations. We see that as spam. We see that as annoying. Um, you know, Netflix is another. I could say that's the mother of recommendation um, in a different sphere. You know, you've been watching this. Maybe you'd like to watch that. So what that has done is created the expectation that the brands and the companies that we are interacting with will somehow, you know, not treat us as a number. So when we come back, we can continue that interaction. We can continue that conversation. I don't need to reintroduce myself every time to my app. I shouldn't need to reintroduce myself every time to a marketer or a retailer. It should be, you've been doing that. Let's pick up. Let's do something built on that. So again, removing the friction. So the good news is, um, yes, mother of all recommendation engines, as I've said, because you know, they were the first to do collaborative filtering and really crack the code on this. But the opportunities now for all sorts of companies across all sectors um, is huge because now we are accustomed to this. Um, it wouldn't be weird for a company to recommend something relevant to us, be it a tourism company or a retail company or, or just a company that's been dealing with us in customer service saying, hey, you've been asking about this issue you had. Um, you know, would you care to continue the conversation? Do you need anything else? Can I help you more in that direction? That's a great opportunity for a lot of companies, no matter their size or scope. So, um, you know, when marketers, when the internet first came out, marketers um, sort of had a tough time sort of wrangling, figuring out their website strategy. Mobile is coming out and it's moving much faster, having much more um, complex capabilities. And as recommendations any marketer would love that, you know, increasing their conversion rates and mm -hmm. increasing their engagement. Where do they start? Well, if we're just going to say the actual website itself, is that where you'd like to start, when? Um, just technically, um, what I hear a lot from marketers is um, as an end user, they get it, right? They get the expectation that Amazon has set. Um, they get that the, the, the phone that they have in their pocket is very, very powerful. But then the minute they sort of step out of the in-consumer shoes and into their roles um, in sort of corporate America in which they're charged with activating it, um, it gets very technically... Um, uh, very complicated. Um, mm -hmm. We don't know which developers to hire, and then all of a sudden they're basically just googling. You know, what are the top things I need to do? Um, because it's so complicated and it's so new. Um, what would you recommend to marketers right now, if, like how they should go about starting off with sort of building and taking advantage of the recommendation and the contextual data that the mobile device is offering up? Okay, well, there's two different questions there. One is about how do I get started in mobile? And the other is, you know, taking, and I, I don't want to just limit it to recommendation, 
um, it's it's actually quite broad now. And the fact that we have Siri and, and Cortana and and other services coming online or really gaining traction, um, it's not just about recommendation. I'd like to broaden that to assistance. I think yeah. that being a personal assistant. And, and brands can do this beautifully. I mean, I'm interviewing brands all the time for my different work and the different things I do and uh, listening to them, and they're getting it really well. I mean, these are major brands, you know, yep. so the, the, the P&Gs, the Unilevers of the world, um, you know, who say, yes, we have to provide utility. What it's all about is removing friction. So if we just accept that it's about removing friction, that can be in the actual web design, right, by making certain that you create a flow that makes sense or it can be removing friction in the sense that I'm going to assist you based on the clues that you give me either with your permission or because I've been able to infer it from big data. I sort of know what your issue is and I can offer you a solution. Um, At the end of the day where you have to start is going to sound really, really overdone when, but it's always with the customer. It's a customer focus. You start from from the problem you're trying to solve. We have to um, break to commercial, but great start of the conversation about how to remove the friction um, in mobile so that you can increase engagement. Um, Back to mobile power and profit after this commercial break. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble. This is Wen Tu and we have with us Peggy Ansals, Mobile Marketing Thought Leader. In our last segment, we talked about removing the friction in mobile so that you can take advantage of contextual and assistance-related um, data and capabilities on the mobile devices. Um, so Peggy, you said that um, you've been talking with a lot of different marketers about this and that they have become quite sophisticated about the complete customer experience as it relates to the data that they're able to capture. Can you give us some examples of how you've seen this play out in the marketplace? I can give you some examples. I don't know if I want to give you the names, but um, I, I can say that everything I do do ends up somewhere out there uh, for free to be read, either on my website or on Forbes or in a book I'm working on. So I won't keep it for myself for long. Let's just put it that way. Um, but uh, I've been talking with some some brands who are you know really getting this and understanding that, uh, for example, a healthcare uh, brand, so a brand that uh, is uh, in the pharmaceutical industry, you know, saying that what we need to be doing, and also understanding, incidentally, that this is not top of the funnel anymore out there. I mean, if you're focused on top of the funnel goals only, okay, I understand that. That's linked to making money. It's linked to your KPIs. But, you know, people in the industry, the people, the practitioners in the industry are understanding that it's not about getting the customer interested and raising awareness. It's about having a relationship that's easier to remarket to, retarget to, deepen, cross-sell, upsell, what have you. So the whole idea is you remove the friction for a reason. You remove the friction so that we can have a relationship. Um, and since I'm, of course, an empowered consumer, it's got to be on my terms. So it's got to be on my mobile device. Otherwise, we won't be connecting at all, right? It has to be a mobile device slash, uh, you know, uh, in-app, app, uh, text, MMS, all of the above, but it has to be mobile in the center. So the example I'd like to bring up is, you know, pharmaceutical companies that understand that they have the ability, if they so wish, to be sort of the um, – the uh, I won't say the doctor in your pocket, but um, in a way, that kind of thing where you're saying you're, you know, you're texting or you're doing this in-app and you're saying, hey, I have these symptoms. What do I need to be doing? And that they can, um, you know, that they can give some worthwhile, valuable and relevant suggestions. Um, in some cases, it can even be uh, proactive in the other direction because as we move to wearables, and although we're not going to all be geeky and jump on this at the same time, you know, it is going to be a satellite to your mobile device and there will be a way to say, okay, your temperature is this, your blood pressure is that, you've been doing this, that, and the other. And you can, based on this data, have a meaningful conversation with a brand. 
about this, about saying, okay, this is what I'm doing. My sugar, my sugar levels are like this. What do I need to be doing? Because I want to be preventive here. And mobile enables preventive care and also, I think, a new level of assistance in healthcare um, overall. So I think that's very exciting. That's contextual. It's yeah. um, assistance. It's based on big data. It brings in our customer expectation to have some sort of relevant recommendation assistance around our person. Um, Of course, this all has to be permission-based. I'm not going to go down the road of creepy here. But if you remove the friction for a lot of people, and maybe for you as as well, when, I mean, if you remove the friction for me, respect my privacy in the process, you know, you will have me as a customer. So as marketers um, sort of dream big about how they can really build that relationship with customers um, and think about really creative ways of how they use the mobile device, whether it's taking the temperature, um, you know, measuring blood sugar levels and things like that. um, Do you think that as a big company, they may be at a disadvantage um, with all the startups out there that seems to be much more agile in taking advantage of the capabilities that mobile devices have and the various app developments that go on? Um, In theory, they could put themselves at a disadvantage, but they would have to be ignorant of a lot of trends that require all companies somehow to to collaborate, uh, you know, sort of at the level of saying, um, there needs to be a level of open innovation. I mean, I was very excited. I just got back from a meeting. Um, I'm based here in Germany. Um, got back from a, a meeting of a, a part of the um, uh, the mobile marketing um, sort of uh, association there, uh, something much much broader. But what I was hearing was that there's going to be a hackathon uh, where Volkswagen, a car company, is going to have a lot of developers come in and just sort of, you know, figure out some things to turn and this is really important trend for people in the transportation industry, you know, as we move from um, transportation as being sort of the car and the passion for the car and owning the car, and we move to sort of the self-driving cars and all that stuff coming out that we saw at CES, then it's about personal mobility, not about cars per se. So you're going to have to have services that make the cars important. The cars become a shell for the software and services and the way I can stick my smartphone in the middle of all of it, you know, they become the shell, the services become the core. So you could say, are they at a disadvantage? I would say they can be at a disadvantage if they remain, remain completely blind to this trend. But I'm also very encouraged by the number of huge, you know, tanker type companies that are actually getting this and doing something amazing about it. The startups, I think, are going to be the biz dev of these larger companies, but I think they all sort of understand that and they're working that out. Yep. So as, as marketers, what I'm hearing is that the startups may be uh, more agile and doing some of like the development work, but the marketers really have a foundation of perhaps existing data that they can use. Is that mm-hmm. a, a proper way of saying what big corporations may have an advantage over startups in um, providing what they need to customers or, or do you see it in a different light? Um, I do see advantages for the, for the existing cust- uh, companies and I do see innovation. I see open innovation. I see some smart people out there um, getting it, but I also think that, you know, when I look at the mobile only, the born in mobile, mobile maverick companies, um, best example is our favorite, you know, poster child is Uber. Um, 
there's a lesson to be learned there. Why is Uber so successful? One of the reasons it's so successful is, number one, it's removed friction completely. It absolutely gets the importance of removing friction. You want to go somewhere, use the app, you know, the car is coming, you'll get, you'll get messages every step of the way to reinforce the feeling of confidence in the service because they're digital, right? You can't go to any physical place and complain about Uber, right? So there has to be um, a path of interaction to m increase confidence in the service. They get that, mm -hmm. and they have also gotten the importance of um, understanding once you crack the code, you automate. Um, yeah. So, yes, large existing companies, even mid-sized existing companies, they can all do very well, but don't ignore the Uber model, and I would say try to, um, you know, Pay attention to that model. Factor that in somewhere to your mobile strategy because that is setting the bar. Yeah. And this is going to be the way we expect interactions um, in the future. Maybe not you and I, but certainly next generation following is going to say, you know, well, I'm, I'm dealing with my bank. Why aren't I getting lots of messages right now about, you know, what's going on with everything? Um, you know, don't they care? Aren't they on the ball? No, you're going to have to interact every single step of the way. Remove the friction every single step of the way. Yeah. So as uh, I'm just thinking about how you operate operationalize for like the mobile future of making things very frictionless. Yes, mm -hmm. you know, corporations can do hackathons and um, they can learn from like the Ubers of the world of how to how to automate. What are some key things that if you were to tell a corporation who um, you're preaching to the choir, they totally believe, you know, um, mobile frictionless um, assistance is sort of future. What do they have to do internally to sort of make sure that that um, becomes instilled and happens and that they're able to succeed for the future? Well, I would like to say that if I could be, if I could be preaching to the choir, <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> um, because most of what I talk about is, is just getting that far and understanding, you know, that I, I love this... Um, I love this one headline. I don't know the source, which is a shame because I'd like to call the publication out and say, you know, good job here. I saw something around CES time and it was like, meet your new boss, colon, the consumer. And I thought, yes, finally we're seeing stuff like this. It sounds so simple. It sounds almost too simple. There are some people who think I'm trite, you know, and, and oversimplifying. But that is at the center of everything and you would not believe how important that mindset is to start. So if I could be preaching to people who already got that, um, you know, we'd be pretty far along actually when I don't know if we'd need your show. I'm just kidding. But you know, um, it would be it would be amazing because that is really the, the first obstacle is understanding that it's all about the customer and seeing the world through their eyes. And understanding the, the process around the customer, you know, what do they expect when? I mean, I'm doing a report right now. I'm uh, writing a report for GigaOM Research, which looks at what I'm calling the path to action. You know, what are the appropriate channels for the communication at the appropriate times in, what, for lack of a better word, we'll call the purchase funnel, but I think it's more like the consumer journey. Um, and who knows if it's linear or if it's a circle or what shape. Um, you know, just getting your head around that is where you need to start. You need to segment the journey and you need to understand what is appropriate at each step of that journey. You know, when is it appropriate to have a text? When is yeah. it appropriate to do just in-app push? 
when is it appropriate, if not necessary and even urgent, to have a voice call? I mean, would you want to have a bank dealing with fraud and then like ping you on on an in-app uh, you know push? Probably not. If it's like, hey, we've noticed someone's been using your account and is you know withdrawing mass, you probably want a voice call for that. You know, and you probably would want to have some sort of uh, certification, some sort of uh, measure of uh, authentication, rather, that, you know, the bank is really the bank, etc. So I'm not getting around your question by not giving advice about what to do once you get it, but I'm going to say that I don't know of any company out there that's got it, so I would like to start there by saying that you need to look at that journey, and companies that have done that are few and far between. Um, so... That is a great segue. We have to go to commercial break. So in the next segment, we'll talk more about why marketers don't get it. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, 
here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble. This is Wen Tu. I'm talking with Peggy Ann Sals. In the last segment, we talked about why is it so hard for marketers to really um, understand and get um, this new feature of mobile about how it needs to be frictionless and that the consumer is really the new boss. Um, Peggy, you said that if you were able to preach the choir, then your job would be done. But it seems <laughs> that um, it's quite difficult for marketers to really get the message. Um, why do you think that is? I think it's just a matter of, of where they've been coming from and how mobile marketing has evolved. I mean, you know, at first it was, okay, it's text, but it wasn't, it's text messaging for reasons of engagement, it was like, well, how do you get a short code? And how do you deal with the mobile operators? And and how are we going to triangulize, uh, et, et, et cetera, to see exactly if we're sending the right message to the right, um, you know, Lat, lat, longitude and latitude. It was it was all about technology. Is my point. So we got away from marketing. <clears throat> we got into technology. Great news now is if you didn't, you know, adore technology or you just didn't get it back then, don't worry because now you're back in the running. So the time of the technologists is is coming to a close, and the future is going to belong to the marketers who can harness technology without thinking about it to achieve that, you know, that all-encompassing, I hate to be almost, um, you know, using cliches here, but the 360 view of the, of the uh, 360 degree view rather of the customer. Um, that's what it's all about. And I know people who, I mean, their eyes glaze over at conferences. If you just say the word beacon, um, I'm not disrespecting beacons here, but if you want to pin your strategy to beacons and say, that's the way to do it, that's how we're going to do this. I mean, the beacon at the end of the day is a piece of dumb equipment, and you have to fill it with smart ideas. So um, where, where are we here? Probably because that's where we started, but we need to move from this to look at um, the customer experience and uh, and understand also that it's not just about marketing and sales. I mean, um, I'm I was interviewing one company in the tourism uh, sector uh, for for a book I'm doing and uh, an ebook rather, not a full full length book. But they said that what they've seen is an incredible uplift because at the end of the trip, so you've booked with them, you know, they've sold their stuff, you've had your trip, um, you get a text message that says, "Well, how was it?" Yeah, so it's that follow-up and getting the feedback that is even as as important, if not if if not more important than the sale you made originally. I feel like there's like lots of smart marketers out there, and um, there you're probably cheering um, you on when you say like the time of really having to understand and sort of get your hands dirty with technology is sort of waning, and that it's really their ideas that can really shine through in this mobile future. So. Um, maybe I'm dense, but why is it that these really smart marketers um, have yet to get it then? I think it's their structures. I've done, uh, you know, I, I speak with a lot of people in the industry. I talk at conferences, um, do interviews. You know, I'm, I'm always out there. And so I have to be in contact with everyone else. And many times it's really because someone somewhere um, at the sea level hasn't bought in yet. Which isn't amazing because think of the world, think of the think of the filter bubble 
you must live in at some, at, you know, at some companies if you're at the C-level. I mean, I remember the filter bubble really, really well when every CMO got their first iPhone. Every CMO said to the people in mobile, you know, why don't we have a mobile app for the iPhone? And I mean, there were companies that later said, this is absurd because our target audience is like digital moms. And this is, you know, 2000, what was it? 11, 7, no, 7 was the smartphone. So, you know, this was early, early on. Why would digital moms have an expensive smartphone? So what they ended up doing back, at the, back in the time was saying, this is all very interesting. This might have pleased the CMO, but we have to scrap this and we have to do something on the mobile web that everyone can access because it was a retail company and it makes no sense to keep the digital moms out. That is target audience. So how did we get here? Why is this so difficult? Probably a lot of buy-in is still um, not possible at the sea level that you need to champion the mobile first cause and the mobile first motto for an entire company. So if you were to be able to uh, refer to an example or to shake the, like the, the pop the sea level bubble, so that they can get it. What would you um, What would you show them, or what um, What sort of example would you say that's sort of what you need to go after to convince them? So, Peggy, it's been great having you on our show. Before we wrap up, um, could you let our listeners know where they can find out more information about all the things that you've been telling us about um, removing friction uh, from the consumer engagement process? Um, absolutely. First of all, you can find a lot uh, over at uh, Mobile Groove, which is my website. And if you say, well, there isn't uh, much there recently, it's because I've been working on the report I discussed around uh, uh, engagement and removing the friction, actually, on behalf of uh, GigaOM Research. So, um, you know, watch this space because that will also be available free to download, as are many of the resources I write. Great. Thank you again for being on the show. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us on Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate dashboard to build, track, and optimize your mobile apps. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.